Hello, and you are back in the Velvet Room with Joker the Fool. This is our seventh episode, and today we'll be discussing self-improvement and how if you want it, you cannot look for the easy way out. Amazing results requires amazing effort. So if you want to progress anywhere in your life, whether you're drowning and you want to get your head above water, you're in the basement and you want to get to the ground floor, or you're on the ground floor and you want to get to the penthouse, or if you're in the penthouse and you want to stay there, uh, anything like that is going to require amazing effort and to get those amazing results that you want. That is the first thing you fundamentally have to understand uh, in life when it comes to self-improvement, that if you want to have lofty goals, then you're going to need to put in uh, an amazing amount of effort in order to reach those goals, and you're going to have to be consistent with it. So in this um, culture, we're in an instant gratification, oversensitized culture where people are presented with the best possible thing, and everyone wants it instantly uh, right now, and they don't want to do anything that comes close to uh, hard work. Um, to get these sorts of things. You want that six-figure income, but you don't want to grind out for it. You want to um, have a retirement fund, but you don't want to budget and save for your entire life. You just want to be part of that get-rich-quick scheme. You just want that easy way out. You just want to put all your money into that stock or that crypto or that NFT that's going to boom, and then you don't have to do anything for the rest of your life. You know, you don't want to have to work. You don't want to have to grind it out. You don't want to have to be consistently putting in amazing effort to get those amazing results. You just want those amazing results because you just see that while you're scrolling through on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or wherever, whatever corner of the internet you find yourself on. People are presenting you this perfect lifestyle that they seemingly have um, without having to do much of anything and saying, well, if you just follow me and give me your money and do these sorts of things, then um, you're going to have um, a life that you want to live. And I'm here to tell you that is not the case. Amazing results requires amazing effort. And if you want to achieve um, lofty long-term goals, you're going to have to put in a lot of effort. You're going to have to do so consistently. So let's get into the basics of self-improvement. There are seven pillars to a healthy lifestyle. There is this uh, channel that I follow a lot, the Daily Slow, Slow Normous um, X is a bit of a funny name, but it's based around uh, these seven pillars and Executing on these seven pillars has helped me out immensely, and I think it will help you out immensely as well. So I'm just going to um, describe what they are and then the basics of it, and hopefully you can um, take that um, advice, these seven pillars that I give you, and use them to um, pursue self-improvement in your own life. So without further ado, we're going to start with pillar number one, and that is community. You are your environment. So the things that you surround yourself with, the the content you consume on social media, your friends, your your family, um, anything in your environment is going to influence you and it's either going to keep you on the right track or it's going to... um, be detrimental to you. So if you're around people who just want to um, sit on the couch all day, eat McDonald's and watch Netflix, then you are going to be like that, um, even if you actively aren't trying to be. But if you're around people who want to go um, hiking and cook all of their own food themselves, then you're going to be more like that because um, those people are going to encourage you to keep you on the right path. And this has been helpful for me because I've been able to surround myself with people who have said, you know, don't engage in your uh, bad habits. I've talked about 
um, the you know porn addiction that I have and the fact that in my environment there are people who say well you know this is a bad thing for you don't do it you're going to be better off if you don't do these sorts of things and that's helped me stay on course and use much less than I have um, if I was around people who was like, yeah, you know, sign up for OnlyFans, you know, support your local sex worker. If I was around those sorts of people, then it would be infinitely harder for me to um, not use porn as a way to cope with um, the stress and loneliness that I feel from everyday life. So that's pillar number one, community. You are your environment. You want to find out what's in your environment, and then you want to um, eliminate everything in your environment that does not serve the goals that you have set out for yourself. Uh, and this will lead us into the second pillar, which is nutrition. So I've talked about nutrition a lot. That is the second episode of this podcast. You can check out my series on nutrition, but you want to be uh, cooking all your own food yourself. You want to be prioritizing um, high quality animal fat and protein in my mind to have uh, the healthiest diet. Um, but that is basically just uh, don't eat garbage and consistently eat whole one ingredient foods that you prepare yourself. Uh, and you're going to be on track to experience proper nourishment and that's going to propel um, you into a healthy lifestyle because you'll be in a physically healthy state, which means you'll be in a mentally healthier state, uh, which will let you execute on self-improvement uh, reliably if you're healthy and you're feeling good. If you're eating shit, you're going to feel like shit and you're not going to do shit. <laughs> Um, but this leads us into uh, pillar number three. If you're physically healthy, you have a good environment, uh, you want to be training. So training is going to be different for everybody. Um, it depends on what your goals are. If you want to be uh, a high-class athlete, of course, you're going to have a very um, ridiculous um, training schedule. Um, if you're just, you know, in your um, 60s and you just want to be healthy, you just need to walk a few thousand steps a day and do some light stretching, right? It's just really about keeping your body active so you don't atrophy and it's also about getting outside getting some sun um if you're in a you know during the summer and the spring if you're in a place where there is sunlight um that which which is you know always nice you know being outside training in the sense that you're going outside you're walking you're exercising you're moving your body so it doesn't atrophy that's the most important thing um when it comes with training for for the the average person is that you just want to be exercising enough where you're maintaining um, a good level of health and like I said your body isn't atrophying so you want your legs to um, you know get proper blood flow you want your body to get um, proper movement so that way your muscles don't deteriorate um, you don't necessarily have to be trying to like pack on um, every pound of muscle that you can be it's more about just maintaining um, good muscular um, strength just to be able to walk and bend down and grab things and live um, your daily life um, comfortably and with um, as little pain as possible, especially if you have you know, physical injuries or ailments. Movement and uh, training become super important, so you want to be doing corrective exercises and physical therapy if you have the resources to access that and that's going to bring us into the fourth one which is uh, recovery and the most important aspect of recovery is sleeping properly and um, engaging with healthy stress relief and of course you know if you're training very intensely like you're doing a lot of weightlifting you don't want to be doing that you know six t days a week every day a week you want to have a split where you're um, focusing on doing stuff for active recovery so there's stuff like yoga this is stuff like um, just walking in general this is stuff that um, just 
helps you um, recover um, body, mind, and soul, so that way you can keep on keeping on in life. And you know, like like I said, sleep is uh, so important. I wish I could sleep um, better. I'm on the uh, the third shift, so I have a very um, odd sleep schedule, and that that affects uh, my health because I can't sleep properly. So I'm not as healthy as I could be, but I am working on that and I do sleep as um, effectively as I can. So you want to prioritize good sleep and you want to prioritize healthy stress relief and that's going to set you up to be physically and mentally recovered from your day to day. And that moves us into the uh, fifth pillar which is mobility, which you know works into doing stuff like yoga and calisthenics and walking consistently. You just want to make sure that you have proper mobility to live your daily life so that way you're not getting injured um, doing your daily tasks. So if that's, you know, walking and maybe doing some minor, you know, like lifting the groceries, you don't have to do much um, to maintain mobility. But if you're doing a lot of heavy weight lifting, then you want to be doing yoga consistently, you want to be doing um, stuff to, um, to corrective um, exercises to maintain um, healthy, um, healthy muscles. Uh, in the sense that like you want you, you don't want your muscles to be locked up and stiff all the time because you're going to set yourself up to get major injuries that way so that is um the biggest thing with mobility is that you want to maintain a level of mobility that's necessary um to keep consistently executing on the training that you're doing and if you're intensely training then you need to be um intensely mobile and that's going to vary from person to person so all of this is extremely individualized which leads us into pillar number six which is mindfulness you want to be aware of what you're doing you want to be thinking um things through you want to set um your goals in the short term and the long term and you want to be aware that everything happens in your mind and everything can and will pass if you let it and this is um why meditation is such a good practice so i do um, daily meditation, you can, if you don't meditate, you can just start with setting a five minute timer where you focus on the breath. And when thoughts inevitably pop into your mind, you can just let them pass and realize that your thoughts and your feelings are like the sounds that you hear. Like you hear a car um, driving past um, your house, you see clouds passing by you in the sky, and how you don't put much thought into um, those things appearing in and out of your consciousness. Those are um, the thoughts that you have as well, especially the thoughts that are intrusive, the thoughts that you'd rather not have. The less attention you give them, the more you realize that these are things that just appear. Um, the easier it will be to let those negative and intrusive thoughts pass, and the more you can focus on the positive and more constructive ones, as long as you're mindful and you practice this consistently, which leads into pillar number seven, which is just that consistency so anything you do you want to be consistent if you have one day where you live the healthiest life ever and then for the rest of your life you're doing um, jack shit for your health you're going to be an unhealthy person so you want to be as healthy as you can um, every day so you want to be engaging with healthy habits on a consistent basis and the biggest thing with consistency is that you want to do this slowly so if you're you know hopelessly overweight you're sitting on the couch all day and you're just watching netflix and door dashing everything um to go from that to being the healthiest person ever it's going to be a, a slow long process and you want to start with integrating you know one or two healthy habits that you consistently execute on daily and then that'll lead you to be able to do more and more so if consistency is that 
um, with any habit that you start engaging with that's healthy, it's going to be harder to execute on. It's going to take effort to do, which is why you want to do it slowly. So the thing that um, a lot of people get hung up on with self-improvement and being healthier is that they try to do everything all at once and they fail miserably. And then once they fail miserably, it just leads them back into their bad habits and they spiral in deeper. So what you want to do with consistency is you want to realize that this is a marathon, not a sprint, and you want to do things slowly so you want to integrate healthy habits one at a time and on once it that one healthy habit or that two help those two healthy habits become second nature then you can start doing more things for your health and you can like i said focus on these seven pillars community nutrition training recover recovery mobility mindfulness and consistency so as long as you're doing these you know things consistently then you're going to experience results in the long term so the day-to-day -day, even the week-to-week -week, isn't the most important thing it's um, the month-to-month the year-to-year the things that happen over your lifetime if you see that um, if you see that if you're consistent then you will see results in those time frames you have to be thinking more in terms of the long term um, and not in terms of the day-to-day, -day, not, oh, um, thank God it's Friday, oh God, it's Monday. It's more like, I want to make decisions today that I can look back on 10 years from now and be thankful that I made. Like, the decision to start budgeting every day, the decision to start, um, you know, exercising consistently, um, making all my own food for myself, um, doing the hard work it takes to um, increase your income or get into a better job or, or do all these sorts of things that are definitely not going to be easy in the moment. Um, they're going to feel you know, bad in the moment compared to pursuing instant gratification, but they lead to long-term um, success, which is very satisfying. So that is the biggest thing with consistency is that it's little things over time and you want to think um, in the long term with consistency because that's ultimately what you have to do in order to maintain um, consistency is that you want to be doing it um, day by day by day and that turns into week by week and month by month and year by year and over that time frame if you're consistent with healthy habits you're going to be a much healthier person and that is really what um, the takeaway here is is that uh, amazing results requires amazing effort and it's a consistent um, effort which is why I think consistency is the most important thing when it comes with engaging with healthy habits is that you have to do it consistently so you have to find what you can do consistently and start with that and then you'll be able to do more healthy habits consistently the healthier that you get it's going to put you in a better mindset it's a positive feedback loop that I want as many people to get on as possible so hopefully um, this little ramble of mine has uh, helped you out in terms of laying out the groundwork for self-improvement and I'm not going to say that's going to be easy um, regardless of where you're starting from unless you're already where you want to be but if you want to be better if you want amazing results it's going to require amazing effort you have to go um, you have to go into that knowing that and you have to go into that knowing that there are going to be so many times where you say I don't feel like it I don't want to do it and those are the times where you have to say no I am going to do it I am going to go outside and exercise today I am going to go to the grocery store and uh, buy the food and then meal prep it instead of just ordering McDonald's and just stuffing my face those are the times where you need to execute 
on being healthy and disengage from the bad unhealthy habits that are so easy to fall into. So it's very easy to fall off track. It's very hard to get back on the track. But once you get onto the right track, you'll find it's going to be extremely difficult to justify unhealthy habits to yourself. And that doesn't mean you aren't going to fall off. You aren't going to relapse into bad things. But it's going to be easier once you build this I like to say this a lot, critical mass of healthy habits, you're going to find that once you engage with those consistently and you build a critical mass of healthy habits, um, it's going to be second nature to you. And being healthy, being consistent with a healthy lifestyle is going to be easier to justify to yourself um, than living in an unhealthy lifestyle. It's more like... um, it's going to be impossible to justify being unhealthy to yourself and you're going to just put in the hard work um, to be consistently healthy because that's what you feel like you can do that's all you feel like you can do but i've gone on long enough hopefully this helps you out um if it does leave a comment below if you need any help in your specific situation you can always reach out to me um velvet room publishing at protonmail.com and i can give you some advice but you know if you're going through anything of course you know mental health resources all those sorts of things um, are available to you and always seek help from um, as many people as possible if you feel comfortable doing so because you know community is important so if there are people in your community that you trust that feel like um, have your best interests at heart definitely seek those people out because they're going to help you um, stay on the right track Uh, but with that I am out and I am going to play the outro now Thank you for being in the Velvet Room with Joker the Fool. Be sure to follow my Substack, velvetroompublishing.substack.com, to read Machine to Man and all my other projects.